Hi all, you're listening to At The Bean, a medical education podcast where we discuss high-yield oncology with a focus in radiation oncology. We are Trudy and Josh, and thank you for listening. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of At The Beam. Today, we're going to conclude with our Aero series, and we're going to touch a little bit about conference etiquette and then go through a preview of all the exciting Aero Day programming that's coming up on this first Saturday of the conference. I think a lot of this is a little bit of common sense, but there are also some important things that we should probably just keep in the back of our mind when we're going to a large international conference like Astro, where there are a lot of big names there and, you know, especially as trainees or medical students, we want to keep some important things in mind. So for the group um, off the top of your head, is there any specific advice you want to give about conference etiquette? Just to start off, we should just keep in mind this is still a professional meeting and to dress appropriately. I remember when I went to my first Astro meeting, Trudy had said, oh, you should put on a shirt and tie. I was like, no, you know, flip-flops and a tank top will be okay. But she was right. So we got to keep in mind to dress professionally in a way that (laughs) sort of aligns with the conference's tone. And um yeah, I mean, uh, the weather down in San Diego this year should be really nice and shouldn't be too uh, burdensome on on that. Yeah, and the conference center is always, like, very cold. I'm sure a lot of people know this, but, you know, keep that in mind. Bring a jacket or something. I definitely echo bringing a jacket. Um, it can get very cold in these conference centers, even though the buildings are huge. Um, something else I'll mention is to be punctual. So it kind of goes without saying, but you do want to arrive on time for sessions. You know, you might be stuck talking to someone in between sessions and that's totally fine. Then just be respectful when you do walk in a little bit late, but especially for sessions that are interactive or workshops, you really do want to be there on time. I'm just be respectful of the moderators and the speakers and their time. Something else is to to always remember to use technology thoughtfully always uh, remembering to silence your phones. I, I had one cousin who, unfortunately, for three of her life events, my phone rang at her high school graduation, her college graduation, and her wedding. And now I always remember to silence my phone. So always remember to silence your phone. D&D, do not disturb. <laughs> <laughs> Did they stop inviting you to their big events, Michael? Uh, they have tried, but I still come. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then another thing I think is important is if you um, are brave enough to go up to your, I don't know, Radonk role model, make sure you always introduce yourself because there's so many people at these meetings. And if you kind of just start, you know, randomly talking about how much you admire them and whatnot and you forget to introduce yourself, then they're going to spend the rest of that time wondering who you are. <laughs> um, so that's important. And then kind of along the same lines, maybe more for residents is as you um, become more senior in residency, you want to, you know, networking becomes, of course, more important. So if you have business cards, bring them to the conference and give out business cards. Or if you want to be fancy, have a QR code and have it scanned to, I don't know, your Twitter account or whatnot. But business cards are always a good idea. If you want to really stand out, you can get a business card that's five foot by five foot. So, you know, they really know who you are. That's all you, Josh. (laughs) I'll also add to that. If you are raising your hand during a session and asking a question or speaking up for whatever reason, introduce yourself then too. Um, You know, even though it's in front of everybody, they'll want to know who you are and it'll be a great way to meet people after. 
And then kind of just some other a little bit common sense things. We discussed about this in the prior episode, but uh, you could send out thank you emails or follow up correspondence after any sessions that motivate you and inspire you. And then also use social media. It's a great tool to have to network. And if you're at a talk and you don't get a chance to speak with the presenter or moderator afterwards, uh, just make sure to jot down their contact information often they'll supply it at the end and you can always speak with them after the conference and make a connection there. So we can go ahead and start talking about the agenda that Arrow has and kind of we'll just do some quick highlights of what sessions we think will be helpful. All right. So uh, on that uh, initial Saturday for the conference, we're lucky to have something called Arrow Day. So this is a day set up by the um, Resident Association of Astro. And it's um, a day dedicated to both medical residents as well as medical students. And we're lucky to have Michael and Kelsey who will go over some of our agenda items here. Yeah, so we are very excited to talk about our Aero Day this year and also uh, something new this year. We're going to have a separate medical student workshop that runs co-directly with Aero Day that we encourage medical students, whether you're there in person or at home, we have free virtual options and free in-person options for medical students to come to the medical student workshop. And then another session that we'll talk about in a little bit on Sunday as well. Um, but for Aero Day, we have a, a great lineup. Our, our day will start at around 10 a.m. And our first panel discussion will be uh, it's titled Speaking Up at Tumor Board Advice for Junior Physicians. And the thought of this is we've all been at tumor boards now, and in a few short years, we'll be the ones that are going to be that, that final say for radiation oncology. And with our field always changing and new technologies coming out within radiation oncology, how do you advocate for something that may be cutting edge as a junior faculty member? How do you have that conversation with something might not be the, the general clinical practice at a, at a new institution, but you have new evidence that you want to present and, and build those relationships with your colleagues? So we have a, a panel of, of physicians who will be able to talk about just that. And then after that, uh, we are going to go into a session where some of our Aero Executive Committee members are going to be updating everybody about what we've been up to and also presenting some awards. And then following that will be lunch. And then after that is my favorite part of the day, which is the mentorship meet and greet. And this is when it's a bunch of residents and we've invited a bunch of attendings to join us. And we basically all get together in the same room and play a really fun game that'll force us to meet each other, meet attendings, talk to attendings, and get to know each other. Uh, it was a blast last year, so I'm super excited for it this year. Um, so that's going to happen right after lunch. And then I also want to mention that during the noon hour um, and into lunch, we're also going to be offering headshots for residents. So this is awesome, a new feature of this year. So definitely make sure to be there and get in line for that. Uh, they're going to be free. And I know I'm always searching for a good headshot. And so this is a great way to, to try to get one. Yeah, as Josh said, like maybe not wear your tank top and flip flops if you're going to get a new headshot this year. Um, so just dress accordingly for free headshot. 
After that, we'll go into radiation oncologists as leaders, career paths beyond the field. As we have several radiation oncologists who have gone beyond just clinical medicine, whether they are a CMO of a big medical institution or a CMO of a different company, we'll be able to hear from different voices for for people who have taken that step away from clinical medicine completely and have done other things in leadership positions. And then we have broken our job panels into two sessions this year, and we're excited about that. So we'll have a job panel for private practice and a job panel for academic. We feel that each group has a lot to say, so we wanted to give each around 45 minutes to talk about do's and don'ts when looking for jobs in their space. And please tune in to our our first episode of the series, which will be our primer for job talks, which will review things such as different job types and different compensation models that you can find in those jobs. Then up next will be our keynote. Uh, Another thing I'm I'm super excited for on AeroDay, because this year we invited in some trained professionals in communication. And they were going to be giving us an interactive style lecture slash workshop about communicating with patients um, and also how to deal with difficult scenarios with patients. We felt that this was super important to talk about this year because the theme of the Astro Conference this year is uh, being patient-centered. And so we think this is a great way to all hone up on our communication skills and for us to learn different ways um, that we can practice how to deal with different scenarios. And then we'll round out Arrow Day with the results of our graduating resident survey. Um, we are currently around 90% uh, response rate, which we're really excited about. Um, and we'll be talking about the experiences of last year's graduating seniors in the job hunt. And although that finishes Arrow Day, there's always Arrow Night. And we will have a reception at the Punch Bowl. Uh, where residents and attendings, medical students, can mingle, have heavy hors d'oeuvres. I will probably use it as my dinner, as many residents will as well, and um, be able to continue fellowship with old and new friends. Yeah, last year's Arrow Night was packed with a bunch of people, and it was so much fun. And we, we kept the party going pretty late that night, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this year. Do we have to sign up ahead of time? You do not need to sign up. It'll be at the Punch Bowl, which is, um, it's pretty much within walking distance. I think it's about a 10, 15 minute walk from the convention center, maybe closer to 15 to 20 minutes. It's definitely a walkable position. I've already Googled it. Nice. Is there a specific dress code for this? You know, last year I stayed in the same outfit I was in all day, which was more professional. (laughs) So uh, flip-flops and tank top, it sounds like. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, dude. Um, but I do think it would be appropriate to go back and quick change into something a little bit more comfortable um, if you want for that evening. I think that would be totally fine. You know, talking more about dress codes, uh, we have Dr. Zawarski online here as well. I was wondering if uh, you had any advice on that. Yes. So since I've been a med student and resident and now an attending, I feel like I've found the hack for fashion for Astro. Um, so, you know, big picture wise, 
Muccia Prada says that what you wear is how you present yourself to the world, especially today when human contact is it. so quick. And yeah. so fashion is an instant language. And Tom Ford will tell you that dressing well is a form of good manners. So I, I do feel like I didn't appreciate this when I was younger, but I do now uh, because, you know, the way that you dress is just the way that you instantly communicate with other people. So for Astro, you know, ideally you want to dress professionally. You ideally don't want to repeat an outfit. You're there for four days. And if people just see on the same thing, they're going to think like, well, what did you only bring like one suit? So fashion wise, you ideally want to be like in the correct season. So meaning like you don't want to, you know, usually your, your dark blues and blacks are like for winter and lighter colors are like for summer. And you want to try to like not mix. I know this is going into like a fashion. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> I love this. But I'll tell you why this all this all makes sense. Because it didn't, to me, when I was a medical student or when I was like a, even a resident, I didn't know all the rules. So ideally, you don't want to also mix different colors of, you know, different shades of gray or like blue and black. And you have to be, you know, ideally professional during the daytime, but more casual in the afternoon. You know, how do you take all those rules and how do you how do you work with that to get outfits together for a few days? So. Astro is usually in the fall, meaning that you can usually do like a fall type outfit or like a late summer outfit, depending on the location. So San Diego is a little warmer, so you can actually do like, you know, more more summer like colors. You don't have to do like, you know, a black suit because then you're going to be super hot during the day if you go out. I have found that a good combination is, let's say you do a navy blue blazer and uh, like light blue pants. Those have enough contrast uh, that, that you can wear those together. And you can also do... Uh, tan pants, which will give you contrast with your navy blue blazer. You can also do like a, a light blue blazer or something like that. And you can switch it up. You can bring a separate tan blazer. So then you've, you've got like outfits for multiple days now. <laughs> um, if you do, if you bring like two dress white shirts, that should, you know, be enough. Oftentimes you can wear like a dress white shirt multiple days even. You'll have an undershirt. You can also do a blue shirt, like a blue collared shirt that you can mix with your tan blazer. And uh, the combination of all those things will hold you over a few days. Shoe-wise, if you do brown shoes and a brown belt, that will go with your outfit um, because your belt should usually match the shoes. And usually, like, you know, if you do black shoes, ideally you'd want like a black suit. But, you know, if you're not going to wear a black suit, you don't have to worry about that. Um, sneakers, if you're going to like exercise or run or whatever every day, um, you've got a separate pair of shoes to go work out in. And then mix up your socks and then you're you're all set. That will, <laughs> I think fashion wise, that will hold you over for four days. You will be professional during the day. You can do, uh, you can take the tie off, you know, in the afternoon um, when you go out um, and you can also like change pants to like chinos or something. And you can still have some fashion sense and not present yourself in flip-flops and <laughs> a bathing suit. Yeah, Michael and Josh, I hope you are taking notes. I expect yeah. a whole new wardrobe. I'm going to have to rewind this episode over and over. And write this it took me down. years. This took me like a decade <laughs> plus to learn. Like I was so bad at this. Yeah. That I totally broke all the rules. And then uh, now I got it down. My follow-up question to that, sorry, we're kind of like veering off topic here, is are you able to fit all of that in a carry-on? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, no, you're kidding, really? I think that's the most impressive part. Yeah. Right, so can you do With how many passengers? Yeah, just one. Just, you can wear one blazer on the plane with you. You can also, so just get one of those like little, uh, you know, like the suit bags. So your suit bag will have maybe like your your nicer blazer and, and a pair of pants in that. And oftentimes you can fold that and then just stick it in your backpack. Like it'll be in your uh, your personal item. If you fly on like 
I don't know, United or American, usually they don't care that you have a suit. In fact, they'll hang it up for you. When I fly, <laughs> I so I live in Cleveland. Cleveland is like, uh, I think, Frontier or Spirit. You know, that's like their, one of their hubs. <laughs> and they're like really sticklers. They're like, oh, you can't wear, you know, you can't bring a separate suit. That's a separate item. <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, American Airlines and like United, they'll they'll hang it up for you. <laughs> so, oh, no. uh, so it does. Sometimes the airline do, does matter, but I think you'll be fine. Like I think you can you can just bring that along, and everything else will fit in your your carry on. Very impressive. Yeah, that's great a, advice. I need you to come pack for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Um, one more question from kind of a medical student standpoint of etiquette. If you're currently on a radiation oncology rotation, is it okay and acceptable to ask for time off to attend Astro? Or is that, you know, it's always nerve wracking to ask for time off as a med student. So I wanted to ask if Astro was an okay reason. I personally think yes, because a lot of your department will probably be at Astro. So I don't know how fruitful staying on your rotation during three or four days. Plus, plus it's like one or two weekdays, right? Because you have the weekend. So in my opinion, I say go for it. Astro is a great learning experience and networking opportunity and probably more high yield than staying in clinic for one or two days. I, no I one's there. Agree. Uh, unless you're doing like a rotation in that department and you're only there for two weeks and then you're asking, can I be out for a week? you know, it's going to be tough for them to then evaluate and write you like a letter of recommendation. But if that is not a concern, and if the department already knows you well, then I don't think you have anything to worry about. Yeah. So if you are on an away though, and it is three weeks, then it is kind of, that's kind of where some people might, yeah. fourth years might be on away rotations yes. at the time of yeah, I think I think for people who are on away rotation, your, your away rotation is essentially a long interview, right? So you're, you're being evaluated constantly during that time. And so you want to maximize your time with the department and the people that you're working with. Now, if, you know, if the majority of the department is going to Astro and maybe they already know you and they asked you to come and they, they told you you should come, then then you probably should go. But if it's like your first time meeting that department and you really want to stay there or you want to get letters or recommendation from the, the attendings there, um, then you should probably not go to Astro in that case. I I was in that exact situation uh, on an away rotation during Astro, and I asked the chief residents. They're a, a great resource to really see, you know, is the majority of the department going to be here, or are they all going to Astro, and am I going to be with one attending for three, four days? And that helped uh, with my decision to go to go to Astro when I was in that situation. Um, so, so talk to the chief residents and there'll be a great resource for it. You could also, you know, use it to your advantage. One strategy is going to Astro and just hanging out with all those people from the department at the place you're doing in a way. And you've got the best excuse ever to talk to them and hang out with them, which is I'm rotating in your department right now. So that's, that's one strategy you can use too. All right. I think we had stopped at Saturday. What's happening on Sunday that we should be aware of? So on Sunday evening, so Sunday is the first day of Astro. So there's going to be a bunch of Astro programming that day. Um, but towards the beginning of the evening, we do have another um, Aero mentoring and networking event. And this one um, is a little bit more focused than our game and mentoring event on Saturday. So this one will be Sunday evening. It's again going to be all residents are invited and a lot of attendings are invited and there are snacks and there are beverages 
and it's a more, um, it's not formal, but it's a, an easier way to go up and talk to some attendees one-on-one um, -on -one and a great way to just mingle and, and meet people. Yes, that'll be from 5 uh, to 6 p.m. Also, there'll be a LGBTQ plus and allies meetup uh, going on around that same time from 5.30 on Sunday. And then starting at 6.15, we'll have our Aero Bowl, which we are also excited for. It's a quiz bowl where teams of residents um, compete to um, show what they have learned. And, you know, it's always okay to be wrong. So uh, always, always come and know it's okay. Is this like medicine quizzing or other it's, things? It's like it's like medicine quizzing. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we we are kind of at the the end of the day. I'm, we want to be educational. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm at the end of the day, kind of a, a nerdy person, so it is educational. <laughs> but is there an actual bowl that you win at the end? The bowl can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> A mental bowl. So that's Sunday's agenda. Um, do we miss anything or what's going on on Monday? So I think that concludes our Aero events um, as the Astro schedule starts to get packed. And we actually made a list of sessions that are being held by Astro that we will include alongside this episode. Um, and you can use that list of sessions just as guidance for you know, different lectures and things that we've all found very helpful to attend in the past um, if you're looking for things to go to. So keep an eye out for that list. That'll go through, again, cool sessions that are happening Sunday through Wednesday. Um, and I'd also just keep your eye out for other social events that are happening. Um, you know, those happen every single night during the conference. And then there's also the uh, Radiation Oncology Institute 5K that's happening Tuesday morning. So if you're interested in that, that is something you do have to sign up for and register ahead of time. Um, and we have an Aero discount code for Aero members. So if you're interested in running, definitely make sure to use our discount um, and we'll see you out there. Yay, I'm so excited. What day is everyone getting in? Friday? I come in on Friday. Yeah. Oh, yay. Super, Let's hang out. <laughs> I'm down. No more eating in our hotel room. Yeah, we'll, we'll be out on the town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get there I'm Friday. Very, very excited. Very exciting. You all Saturday. Oh, we'll see you Saturday. <laughs> Neither Friday or Saturday, still TBD. <laughs> Yay. How exciting. Awesome. But your presentation is October 2nd. So yes. we, we remember that. <laughs> Thank you. I won't be standing there alone. I appreciate it. <laughs> now you're going to have all of our listeners join oh, in. So expect, a, expect a big Now audience. I need, really need to prepare. And also now I, have, now I have you guys to come find. So <laughs> That's a secret plenary session. <laughs> so thank you all for listening uh we are incredibly excited for the upcoming astra annual meeting and looking forward to seeing all of you at our aero sponsored programming starting on saturday and even if you get in saturday night please come to the aero reception or aero night uh, we would love to see you there see you at the punch bowl Amazing. See you Thanks, there. Every <laughs> Thanks everyone. This Thank you. Great. Thank you all.